0: This morning's gospel tells us so much about the love, the mercy, and the forgiveness God has for all mankind. It tells God's trust in men because the owner of the vineyard did not even stick around to supervise the vineyard. The vineyard in this parable is Israel. He trusted those tenants, the Pharisees, and went away and left them to the task of raising his produce. It tells about God's patience. The master sent messengers, the prophets, one after another, which were abused and mistreated, beat, killed, or stoned. But he still mercifully sent cultivators many chances to respond to his appeal of love, Like these cultivator, God bears with men and all our sin, but does not cast us off and continues to give us a chance, one chance after another, to reconcile with him and eternal salvation through the sacrament of reconciliation. This parable makes it very clear that the vineyard was equipped with everything, the hedging. The wine press, the tower, all of these necessities would make it easy for the cultivators who were the Pharisees to discharge their responsibility and pay the master, God, his due. Like them... God has not only given us the task to remain faithful to him, but he also gives us the means, the means to do it through the magisterium and the teaching of the church. This parable also speaks of human accountability. Every single human being will have a day of reckoning when we will be answerable, For how uh, we have carried out the tasks that God has given us to do. You know, when I visited a rest home, a lady that couldn't do anything anymore because she uh, had Alzheimer's and had to even be fed and be taken care of in every personal way you can think of said, Father, why am I here yet? I can't do anything for myself anymore. I am tortured every day of my life. I want to die. And I said to her, you can do what God wants you to do by setting the example for your fellow people that are also suffering. You are not going to be taken home until it's God's time. When you have accomplished every single task that God wants you to do, then he's going to pull you home. So have faith and trust in God. And she had a better outlook. And she actually smiled. And I mean, that was wonderful because, like I say, she had Alzheimer's. So it was wonderful. It also speaks of deliberate rebellion and disobedience towards the master, God. Sin is the opposite of God. It is taking our own way and following our own path, even though we know full well that is the wrong path to take. Finally, it tells of the claim of Jesus. It shows us quite clearly that Jesus lifted himself out of the succession of the prophets, noting all those who came before him were messengers, messengers of God, but they were also servants And when they, the tenants or the Pharisees, would not listen to them, God sent his only begotten son to sinful man to redeem them and open the gates of heaven for all humanity, whom they also rejected and crucified and put to death. Jesus did not have any doubt of what lay ahead of him when he came down from the mountain when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was sweating blood, drops of blood fell on the ground. He had no misconception of the torture and the agony that he was about to experience. He did not die because he was impelled, compelled to die. He died and went willingly, openly, and lovingly to his death, for you and for me and for all mankind. This parable concludes with a very vivid picture of the stone which the builders rejected, which had become the cornerstone, the most important stone in the whole building. There are two possibilities here. The writer of the gospel may have pictured the nation of Israel as the stone rejected because Israel was a nation that was despised, despised and rejected. The Jews were hated by many, many men, all Romans, of course, and they were slaves of many nations. But nonetheless, even though they were despised, they were the chosen people of God. The other probability was that the author saw Jesus Christ. Now, this is the most probable. Jesus Christ as the cornerstone of the church, which was refused and rejected, which was depicted as the son who was killed by the tenants in this parable. Soon and very soon they would discover that this Jesus Christ whom they rejected and murdered was the most important person that had come or who would ever come into this world. Jesus Christ is truly the foundation stone on which our church is built. The cornerstone that holds everything together to defy him to the end is to be crushed out of our inheritance of eternal salvation. Amen.